Hi there, my name is Michael White. And my name is Anthea Morfetis. For those of you who don't know us, I am a public speaker and I also do one-on-one coaching. And myself, I'm an author and a mindset coach. We're here today to bring you guys our podcast, which we enjoy very much called Love and Relationship Conversations. Um, We've decided to partner up together to educate people on how to have a relationship with themselves, how to have a relationship with others and get the relationships that they deserve and desire. And how we go about doing that is creating content for you guys that you will enjoy. And we're completely passionate about what we're doing we love what we do because of our own experiences in life and myself and Michael have known each other for a a good seven years and we've had many conversations about relationships and hence why Love and Relationship podcast was born and we welcome you to this podcast and we hope you completely enjoy good morning everybody it's Michael White guys Good morning, everybody. It's Anthea Morfitas here. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, we went live a little early this morning just for you guys because, uh, look, this is a really special one. Um, the last one was a special, like, biggest special one. But this one um, is very special because it's a topic that's discussed a lot um, and how a lack of boundaries invites a lack of disrespect. Um, and what we mean by that is you need to have standards and boundaries in your life. Um, and I see a lot of people don't have that, um, especially when it comes to the relationship context. Um, literally, they're just trying to please their partner. That's it. As long as their partner is pleased, that's all that matters. Um, and they don't really ask for anything. Now, in a relationship, you should have no problem asking for anything it should be a give and take and when you don't ask for something and you just give 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 it comes to a point where resentment kicks in right oh pretty much exactly because now you're going to start to resent your partner because you're like oh it's not fair that they get everything yeah i get nothing yeah and um you see but that resentment is only started because you didn't enforce any boundaries. Absolutely. So we're actually going to talk about that, actually. I'm going to start, if you don't mind, Anthea. Oh, go for it. In a lot of my relationships, I never enforce any boundaries. So what I meant by that is there were certain things that I didn't like. And again, on this podcast, we're not fluff. Um, So like, let's say, for example, um, she had a lot of guy friends and she was like always talking to them or something. Um, I would hold my tongue because I never wanted to rock the boat. Even though deep down inside my core, it made me so unhappy um, that she was constantly talking to other males. Like, even though she was with me, but I never enforced that boundary. And you also got to understand, when you don't enforce that boundary, it invites a lack of disrespect your partner starts also losing attraction for you too, just so you know. Like they start, especially for men, like it starts going down when you're not able to enforce or be assertive um, at certain times. 
Um, and I know for me, that was one of my biggest hindrances in a lot of my relationships. A lot of stuff would bother me. Maybe she would talk to me rude. Um, you know, she wasn't um, keeping promises. Um, but I would always keep my mouth shut because I was told that's what I was supposed to do. I was never supposed to rock the boat. I was always supposed to keep things peaceful and calm. And we're not asking you to create chaos, but what we're asking is never compromise yourself for the well-being of someone else. Absolutely. I so agree with that, Michael, because it does it. Um, when you don't set those boundaries, you do you do open yourself up to disrespect because like you just said, right, you're with somebody and they're speaking to other men continuously. Now that becomes a disrespect towards you. But because mm -hmm. you haven't set that boundary, you haven't set nothing, they don't see it no different as far as they're concerned. Oh, he's fine with it. He doesn't mind. He doesn't say anything. Um, and I think we heard something earlier on where it was saying, where somebody was saying, you know, it's a lot of people... Um, mistake that for kindness and actually you can't put the two together because kindness no. is kindness and boundaries is boundaries it doesn't mean because you're setting boundaries you're not kind setting no. boundaries actually brings out a, a, a an assertiveness of your personality to say well actually i am not accepting that and that's a self-love thing also that's helping you to actually set yourself to say well i want to be in a happy relationship not in a relationship that i don't know whether i'm coming or going or walking on eggshells or you know you don't know if somebody's gonna um, if you haven't said what you need to say and say it from the beginning, then anything can happen from that. And I think it's a kind of like that, the logic of getting into a car and putting the satin, sat um, we call it sat nav here in the UK. Um, I think maybe it's the same all GPS, over the world. Yeah, you pretty much just have to set the GPS. So Yeah, set the GPS to go to, where you, what, to what you want. Otherwise, you're going to end up anywhere. Um, if you just put the, the GPS on and you say, okay, I want to go uh, San Francisco, um, but you have no particular part that, you wanna, that you've put in there, you're just going to go somewhere in San Francisco. It's probably not going to be the place that you're looking to go to um, and you're opening yourself and inviting yourself to anything and everything along the way but if you know exactly where you're going and you've got a location then you can it's you know you're going to get to where you need to get to and the same with the relationship if you're not setting your boundaries and you're not setting that gps for yourself then anything you're open to anything coming through because you haven't said anything and you, you have to set the tone yeah absolutely big believer in that because you know what's funny and again let let's let's be honest for a second we always are but in this very moment people always say that they want honesty but when it comes time for them to be honest it's nowhere to be found i'm gonna say that again they always say be honest with me but when it comes time for them to be honest, it's nowhere to be found. They say nothing. Because and then they get close. mad at the other person for saying nothing when the person might have given them the platform to do so. When the person says, you can come to me about anything and you just say nothing, but then on the inside, you're resenting them. Like, how does that make sense? Like, you need to learn to speak your mind you can't be because a lot of people are in relationships and i hate to say this um from a boundary disrespect point of view they're afraid of their partner yeah 
Absolutely. Oh my God, I so agree with that. They, they are, are afraid, afraid of their partner because they're afraid, like, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to say anything to get them mad. I don't want to say anything to get them. Then it's like, what are you expecting for a relationship to just always be peaceful? That doesn't make any sense. If you're afraid of your partner, fear is not a part of a relationship. No. So I don't know what you have, but it's not a relationship. If you are in a place of, I don't want to say anything to upset them. Is yeah, there anything I mean, you wanted to chime in on that, Anthea? You can go right ahead. Yeah, I mean, look, I've been there with that and it's not a good place to be because at the end of the day, like Michael rightfully just said, it's not all going to be smooth sailing and you can't expect it to be the like just this completely this there's two people at the end they two energies coming together they've got you know it's you're not going to agree with everything but you if you've got the right person around you you're going to agree with most things and if you don't agree then you have a conversation but to not say anything because you're frightened that your partner's gonna react in a certain way then you've got to stop and check yourself what you're doing like where are you who are you with and what are you doing to yourself because that's like a, to me it's, it's like a self um a sense of self-harming because you're mm. not putting yourself first you're not um you're not loving on yourself because if you're loving on yourself then you will be able to open and say this is what's this is how i feel i didn't like what that what happened just there and you can talk about it and if they freak out about it and they're saying well i don't care what you say that's got nothing to do with me you just have to deal with it then that's when you know this isn't for me because if it's the right person and you're in the right relationship there will be a full-on conversation in a compassionate way not in a fearful way or in a way of anger so I really think it's it's all comes down to self-love and just knowing yourself and knowing your own boundaries and being able to set them and be able to speak about them and if you feel that you can't then you've got you've got to push past that and push past your own fear because maybe you're just thinking that and you've never said anything but actually if you did sit down with that person you might find that they are very compassionate they are they do listen to you um and all of that was for nothing or you might find it's the other way around but at least you get to know where you're at and what your next move is going to be because if you don't you're going to walk around be in a relationship that doesn't work and you don't want to do that for yourself. You have this one life as as who you are. You want to make the most out of it and be the happiest you can be within this life. And if you're walking around with the wrong person who you having to walk on eggshells because you're putting you're not setting, you're not able to set those boundaries, then it, it's you're harming yourself and nobody else. And where do you think that fear comes from though? Um, I think it's because we've been told as for from I think it's um, deep rooted subconscious beliefs from kids saying to not open our mouth, kids should be heard and not seen, um, not to say like don't speak your voice or if you, like in school if we went to go and say something we weren't allowed to say it. So I think mm. over years we all so many of us build up inside us and we're so scared to say something because as kids we were told off or we were punished for saying what we what we actually meant uh, and what we wanted to say. Um, so voicing our opinion wasn't something we were allowed to do. So because you wasn't allowed to do that, you take that into your adulthood and you don't realise it's a deep-rooted subconscious belief um, that, you know, 
I think you've got to recognise that that's some of it comes from that. Um, and yeah, to, I mean, to, it's a whole new story to have to clear these beliefs and be able to move forward. But that's all working on yourself. And that's all when we always say, like, you know, heal yourself first, let go of the baggage, get to a point where you know about yourself before you step, step into relationships. Um, because uh, it, it saves so much because once you've healed yourself and you're in that place, you can sit and you can open and you can speak and you can set your boundaries. But if you're if you haven't done that for yourself, then a lot of the time, especially women, will keep their mouth stum. They won't say nothing because they just want to please. Because a lot of women just want to please people because they've got that maternal instinct. So they just want to be able to help other people and never put themselves full um, first. But I think it's really about putting yourself first and actually getting to know you. I and, honestly, uh, if we're being real here, I think it comes from the parent dynamic. Um, and what I mean by that is um, a lot of times, probably when you were growing up, not you specifically, but I'm saying in general, the child probably heard either from the mother or the father, I don't want to make mommy upset. I don't want to make daddy upset because they were used to seeing um, some type of negative um, outlook from speaking their mind. So then the child probably saw that and was like, okay, you know what? I can't say anything because they've attached it as to you speaking your truth or who you are comes with negative consequences because a lot of times, and again, we're not going to lie about this. Sorry, excuse me. We're not going to lie about this. You speak your mind, the person might be like, well, I don't care, I'm leaving you. Or, you know what I mean? Or or threatening behavior to end the relationship. So then now the person gets scared and nervous and is like, oh, okay, anytime I try to express my boundaries, it's met with discord, distrust, lack of understanding, or the person might leave me. So then now the person's afraid. So now they never want to speak up. Makes sense. Yeah, and um, I think yeah, and that's where it becomes a um a subconscious belief and you actually that's what you believe that that's what's gonna happen because that's what you've seen and that's what mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so it, that's what you've seen and heard. So then to you yeah. it's like okay, automatic trigger, uh, you know, because I always say like I would never date someone that threatens to constantly leave me if I'm not willing to subject to them like a tyrant oh i feel this way well i don't care how you feel i'm leaving you because again you see you have a lot of couples that do this and i think this is ridiculous break up get back together break up get back together and i'm like clearly if it didn't work the first time it ain't gonna work the second third time why are you trying to get Absolutely, absolutely, and it um, that is something that um, is probably one of the things that I would love all the viewers to be able to avoid and never have to experience. Because I've had that experience, and anything I said was, "Oh, I'm going to leave," and well, go. I mean, but see, at the time, me- you were like, "Okay, I don't want that person to go because we're so in love with them." Now you're just like, okay, I won't say anything. 
Well, well, I kind of would be, I, I found it really tiresome to hear. I would be like, why would that, you can't be holding me on a string to say, or anybody to say, well, if you say this, then I'm going to leave. Just like a puppet leave. master. Yeah, like a puppet master. That's what it's like. And that's what you, when you're, even when you're in it, you're seeing it, you're thinking, wow like is that what is that what this person is actually expressing it doesn't it doesn't feel nice it doesn't look nice it's not something anyone wants to i wouldn't want anyone to experience it because it's not somewhere that um it's not a place to be really and if you do experience that and someone does that say that to you open the door and please invite them out because they're definitely not the right person for you and even if you sit down and you communicate it um you might communicate it, but if they don't see nothing wrong with what they're doing, they're going to continue to do that. It's just going to be like that because it's all about yourself and it's all about you can't control how somebody else is. So if you understood and you realise that that's not the way to be in a relationship, but they don't realise it and they just continue, they will continue. It won't just disappear and stop. Um, I, You know... And I can say that from experience, it doesn't just disappear and stop. And once they leave, don't think that that person's going to all of a sudden change and bring somebody else into their life and treat them in this amazing, amazing way. Because unless they started to work on themselves, they're going to continue who they are. They're going to take themselves with them. So they're not going to then change how they are all of a sudden and say it's it's just that's the that's the way they've. That's the way they behave. That's their personality. That's how they are. And like I said, until they come into that place and have a realisation and want to um, realise their hurt, their pain, and go deep into themselves and let that baggage go and then approach a relationship after that, then you're going to kind of still, they're still going to be in that same way as far as I'm concerned. That's how I see it anyway. Well, guys, again, she just dropped some amazing gems. Like, so... Guys, before we continue, guys, like the video, man. Um, like, share, subscribe. Um, we're actually restructuring a lot of things, so you guys will see, like, a lot more better from us for you guys to like, share, and subscribe the video. Please be on the lookout for that. Um, that's probably going to come out after September the 6th. Um, every YouTube video, you'll see a lot more at the in the description. You'll see uh, Instagrams. You'll see um, everything, so you guys will be able to uh, follow us there. You're also going to be able to see the studies that we do as well. Um, I'm going to be adding a study for this one. Um, we're going to be giving you guys a lot so it's easier for you guys to like, sh uh, share, subscribe the video. But please like it, guys. Help us climb up. We want to give you guys better, more engaging content um, and then also give you guys more private content via Patreon. Um, but to touch on what Anthea said, you see, and again, this is where we're going to get real here. You need to be able to pick your partners wisely. That's the thing. If you pick wisely, then you know you'll never have to deal with the on and off. You'll never have to deal with the fear of being in a relationship with somebody where, like, you're afraid to speak up and they're going to you know, be manipulative or controlling. But all these things happen. It's because of a lack of boundaries with anybody. 
and in any relationship, right? In any type of relationship. In any relationship, a work relationship with your boss, a work relationship with uh, a relationship with your friend, a relationship with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Relationships are meant to serve. You're supposed to serve your partner, but never at the detriment of your own well-being. And that's why I said it twice, because you have some people serving people that are not serving them back. And then even when the person wants a little bit of love, they're not asking for much. They want a little bit. It's met with discontempt. It's met with anger. It's met with manipulation. And it's met with negativity. So that's how you, that's why you also have to be with a good communicator. Someone that has no, that you can sit down, no problem with, you feel safe, you feel secure to voice your opinions. And it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. Well, you know, because what people want to know, and sorry to cut you off, that that they love, that you're going to love them no matter what. Even if they feel some type of way of something you did, how you acted, whatever, they want to know that you love them regardless. Let's say they come to you and they say, hey, I don't like the fact that you did this. Can we change this? Um, Hey, I don't like the fact that this happened. Can we adjust this? Because people's biggest fear is losing love from someone that they respect, admire, and adore. So a lot of times people also don't speak up because they're like, well, what if the person leaves me? Now I've lost the best love of my life or I lost whatever. And they blame themselves because they say, if I didn't say that, if I didn't express myself, then he would still be here or she would still be here. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's walking on eggshells and that's not freedom. No, it's not. it's not freedom at all. And if you feel like that, then really is not the right place to be. You want to be able to express. And it doesn't matter. Well, you have to assess your relationship at that point. Yeah, absolutely. You must assess your relationship because if that's, you can't feel like you're, if they leave you, you and then you're sitting there and you're thinking, really blaming yourself. And it's not, if somebody's not accepting what you're saying, it's not your fault. You want it to be that way. So you deserve to have it that way because that's how you want, that's how you feel. Why should you t- wipe your own feelings away to satisfy somebody else? And that's putting somebody else before you and just saying, I don't mean anything, but they mean more to me than what I mean to me. Mm. And, and I think that's where a lot of it is self-worth. Yes. Um, because again, in a relationship, you're going to have to compromise. You're not always going to get your way. The same Burger King. You're not always going to get it your way. (laughs) There's going to have to be some compromise to some degree. (laughs) So true. You know, a lot of people enter a relationship with the wrong ideology concepts. Oh, I'm always going to have it my way. No. Like, there's going to have to be some things you're going to have to do that you might not like doing. But tough. That's what a relationship is. It's the same thing with a marriage. But don't compromise your own values. No, never compromise your own values, but also understand that there's going to be some things that you're not, that are not always going to be enjoyable. You see, because people paint this image that relationships are sunshine and roses. No, they're not. There's going to be, sometimes you guys might get into an argument. 
sometimes like this might happen. It's not always positive. Yeah, it's but not. It's, can you handle the negative quickly enough to get back to the happiness? That's the thing. Negative is going to happen. It's a part of a relationship. But can you deal with it quickly and effectively to move on to the next thing? Yeah, that's, that's what it comes down to. Yes, Michael. Absolutely. I, I so agree with that. And it it is. Like, instead of letting it boil up inside you and boil and boil and boil, and then the next thing comes along and that boils up inside you, and then all of a sudden somebody has this major freak out because they have not expressed from the beginning. And then the other person's like, whoa, 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 where did this come from? Um, and then it becomes not even what they were speaking about in the first place. It's become something completely different. It's gone into every single angle other than what we started with. Then that's really unhealthy for yourself to even be holding that inside you, right? I think yeah. if you can deal with it there and then effectively, quickly look for the solution, come to an understanding with each other and be able to move forward and let it be what it is. You know, let it be the past now. When you move forward, you're never going to hold on to anything. and There's never going to be no, no resentment can build up inside you. Yes, it doesn't mean there's not going to be another argument at some point or there's not going to be another disagreement at some point, but it doesn't need to be an argument to the point of screaming and shouting and effing and blinding, or it could just be uh, a disagreement of some sort of quick argument, and then you sit down, you have your conversation about it, and you move forward. Um, and I think these are all healthy things, and they, like you said, <clears throat> excuse me, from the beginning we're saying this is all about um, setting boundaries, and what happens if you don't set boundaries <clears throat> you allow the repercussions that. are pretty bad. They are really, they are pretty bad. No, absolutely. Because I'm not going to lie to you guys. Mike wasn't perfect back in the day. Not that I'm perfect now, but um, there was a girl I was dating back in the day. And a lot of people come to me for advice, coaching, whatever, you know. So every night, like me and this girl would kind of go to bed. And I would always get like phone calls, text messages, whatever from the opposite sex, right? So to me, it was like nothing. I'm like, yeah, just give me like 15 minutes. I'll be in bed soon. You know, such and such call, just give me like 10 minutes, you know? So she would be in the bed alone. I'd step out of the room, go take a call for 10 minutes. Come back, nothing. One night, phone rings. I'm like, okay, I got to go take this call. She takes my phone. She flips it on silent and she says we need to talk i say well yo like my phone's ringing like i gotta take this she's like no like i need your time now i'm like okay this is not good she's like look for the last week you've left me alone in bed for 15 minutes by myself when i'm with you i never want to be in the bed alone can you please tell like whoever calls because it was always like different people guys whatever girls that at a certain time, it's our time, me and my girl's time. Call me tomorrow. Because she didn't like the feeling of being in the bed alone when it was like 10 o'clock at night. And it was like, she was like, when we go to bed, I don't want you to leave the bed. I want us to just be there. And at the time I looked at her, I'm like, okay, you know what? That That's cool. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll handle it. And I handled it. Yeah, the relationship didn't work out. But you see, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, she brought something up. I didn't give her a flack for it. 
I was like, if this is how you feel, let me adjust this. Now, a lot of people might be like, oh, like you're you're weak, you're subjugating. No, like when you really like someone, you will adjust certain things because you might not see it as a problem, but they might not because I didn't look at it from her perspective that every time I left the room to go like, you know, help someone else or, you know, do what I normally do because I that's what I do. I didn't look at it as harmful, but she did because she's like, now I'm in a bed alone for 15, 20 minutes. Like when I came to bed with you. Yes. <clears throat> yes. And that's setting a boundary and having a, um, a and, and being able to speak. She wasn't, she wasn't fearing that you're going to freak out. She just said it because she felt that way and, and too right at the end of the day, because otherwise if she hadn't, she's feeling disrespected. And yeah. she, if she's not saying anything, although the relationship didn't work out, I don't think it didn't work out in a way that was um, left with her feeling anger, resentment. No. no, because she was able to express. It just didn't go that way. But if she hadn't expressed, then it could have been that she was left with that. And that would be something she'd carry with her again in the next mm. relationship unless she she recognised what was happening and cleared so She felt comfortable enough to, to express her self but that she held on to the feeling for a week right and i mean like you know okay a week is i, I don't think it would have been nicer for her to express it before because then she wouldn't have had to experience that week but yeah. she, got to, she got to her um breaking her, point. her breaking point right and said that's it i i've got to say something now had you done another another had your um had had you then flipped out at her and then who do you think you are telling me I can answer my phone whenever I want like I I don't need to listen to what you want who cares what you want or whatever then she had every right to get up at that point and say see you later Off I well go. I would have created a damaged person at that point absolutely because now I'm creating the cycle that's what I'm saying like we always have to be considerate because the imprint that you leave on that person in that relationship is either going to be a very positive or a very negative one. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing. It's either going to hurt them where they're going to go out and always feel fearful to speak their mind. Or they're going to be like, yeah, it didn't work out, but at least it was positive. Yeah. And um, they, don't, they don't. Yeah, you're so right. They don't walk away with that feeling in them and carry it along with them. Um, and it's so much nicer to walk away with having that positiveness inside you rather than been leaving with so much anger, anxiety. Um, and like on our, like our podcast on Wednesday when we spoke about cheating, you know, what it can, yeah. the effects of what it does to somebody. And I think that goes through every angle of a relationship. You've got to be really considerate, really thoughtful, really aware and mindful of how you show up in your relationship. Who are you? What are you there for? Um, if you're there because you want to just outlay your anger, then don't be in a relationship. Go and do that in the mirror. Um, yeah, do it to I yourself. Yeah, because there's they, no one's got the right to ever be disrespectful to that level to anybody no. at the end of the day. And if you're going to be disrespectful to someone else, then that's where I say turn around and go and look in the mirror and go and do that to yourself. Because well, I, would, you, I would openly yeah, sorry, say that disrespect is a dis. Not sorry. No. Disagreements are okay, but disrespect is not. Right. right. Dis yeah. Disagreements are fine, but disrespect is not. 
Absolutely. Disrespect is a whole new level, isn't it? Yeah, you but a disagreement's respect. totally fine. Like, if it's going to happen. Of course, of course. Not everyone's going to want to uh, like the colour pink, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't mean it makes you a bad person or uh, the wrong person because you don't like the colour pink. Um, but a disagreement's a disagreement. But disrespect is a whole new level, my Yeah, goodness. because now you've crossed a new line. Yeah. That's the difference. Now you've crossed a new line. If you are not willing to change, you have to go. No excuses. You see what I'm saying? None. Not like, oh, I'll give them a second chance. Let me see how it is. No. If you've said something makes you feel uncomfortable, you're voicing this needs to change. If it does not change and it still continues, the door's that way. Literally, you're gone. He said it as plain as day, man. Like it's so true. And you know what? You said something earlier on that's really sat with me. And you said, "Why would you give?" So you give somebody a chance, and you get sorry. You split up, and then you get back together. Then you split up, and then you get back together. If it didn't work the first time, if it didn't work the second time, why would yeah. it work the third? It doesn't. No. It doesn't. If somebody's gonna, if somebody's gonna respect what you're saying, and you're gonna respect what they're saying, and between the two of you, you come to that agreement, then you won't be splitting up in the first place. So yeah, because if somebody loves you enough, like they claim to be. They are willing to change certain habits and attitudes to progress the relationship. I'm not saying to make you feel better, but to progress the relationship forward. Yeah. Let me say it again. It's not about somebody. If the person brings to you something that makes them feel uncomfortable, you are willing to change because you love them so much that you understand the consequence that you could lose them you are willing to change to make the relationship go forward. And it's an adjustment, isn't it? It's an adjustment you make for yourself. And actually, I think that comes back to when you have the right partner, it brings it um it brings the best out of you. So where you would have done where before you might have done whatever it is that was that, that person's brought forward to you, um, when you actually adjust and change that, you grow from that. And then you you both grow and blossom together because you're you're listening to each other and you're listening to each other's needs and wants and you want to actually make those changes, you become the better version of yourself because they're not going to make a change. You're not going to make a change that's going to make you a bad person. Mm. If somebody's approaching you, that's a person that you love is approaching you about something and you make that change, it's for the better. It's for the better in you too not just for the better in them. Like Michael said, it's not about the, it's not about doing it for somebody else. It's about doing it for yourself because you want to be in that relationship and you want to move forward. And if you don't, then obviously you're going to resist it. Well, you also understand consequences. Yeah. And you understand consequences behind it. Absolutely. Yeah, You understand that if you don't change, they might tolerate it for a little bit, but then they're going to leave. Yeah. They're going to be like, well, why am I going to stay here? Because what you need to understand is that lack of change shows a lack of disrespect. That's something that he exactly said in the video. A lack of change shows a lack of disrespect. It means you really don't give a crap about me. Excuse my language. Like you say you do, 
So then I don't need to stay here no more. Yeah. Because if you did give. Yeah, if, if you, you cared. Yeah, if you cared, then you would. You just would. I think it's just, it's black and white. It's simple, isn't it? You would. It's a no-brainer. It is a no-brainer. Like, I think we've said this many times when uh, anyone's giving them, if you're giving your time and energy um, towards somebody, then they're interested in you. But if they're not calling you and they're not giving you no time, mm. they're not giving you no energy, and they're not giving you no, there's a third one that you say, time, energy, and... Yeah, so it's, my favorite ones are time, attention, and energy those are my those are my three things there we go Um, if somebody's not giving you that time attention and energy then they're not they're not really interested in you and that's why you don't know every person on the planet because if you knew every single person on the planet and they were all interested in you you would they would all be giving your time attention energy but that's why we only know certain people and they're the ones that want to give their time attention and energy towards us and if they, if we feel like they're overstepping boundaries and they're being disrespectful, then we're, it's up to us to be able to open our mouth and say something. And if they're not willing to put that, that time and, and change into it, then you know you don't have to stick around because there's another eight-odd billion people on the planet. Yeah, you, you nip it in the butt right away. Like, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. You, you nip it in the butt right away. Yes, 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 yes. 100%. Um, because, like, that's the thing. Like, when you don't enforce your boundaries, it hurts you. Yes. It doesn't hurt them. It hurts you. Yes. yes. And yes. you know what I mean? When you're telling somebody something, like, let's say, like, as I told you my story, she pretty much told me, nope. Like, that doesn't fly here. That's you know what fly. I mean? Like, literally, that's like. It. And, and you see what I mean? Like, and then it's like me, like sitting down and listening in that setting to say, okay, cool. Like she's, this is not making her feel like this relationship is her worth her time. Um, and that's what I'm trying to say is I don't think a lot of people understand consequences. If you like somebody or somebody likes you, but you are not on either side, um, able to enforce boundaries, the person has a full right to and kick you the hell out they have a right to kick you out man like you can't be petty about it you can't be sad about it um you know what i mean a lot of times and again i always hear people like beg for people to to uh to come back and and do these things and it's like no man like you had your shot i give you a chance you didn't take it and then the person starts and this is where like You have to stay strong. And he said it in the video. You have to stay strong because the person will come with you and guilt you into taking them back. They'll say, how dare you? Like, how dare you leave me? Like, don't do this. And he's just like. And they'll put the tears on. They will always. The waterworks come on. And then it's like. I'm so sorry. And the sobbing. And you will get. They're literally doing this to you. And it's like, that's what you're getting. So, you know what? Laugh, we're laughing, but you know what? Actually, I've I've seen it. I've been there. I've people come to me about it, and 
it's not a good look. I've been on both sides. I'm not going to sit here and play. Dead. I've been on both sides. I've I've begged for someone to come back after I messed up, and uh, I've been on the other side. And I'm telling you, man, like consequences are real. So yeah, when you're happened. when you're aware of consequences, you don't play around no more. No. See, I haven't been on the side where I've begged for somebody to come back. Um, but I have. Well, most that. women, come on. Let's be honest. Most of the time, it's mostly guys. But yeah. Yeah. yeah because once a woman makes up her mind, she's made oh, up yeah. her mind. Yeah, that's the end of that, really. Guy will kind maybe of maybe we should definitely save that for, yeah. But yo, once yeah. a woman makes up her mind, like you are done. Like you're dead to her. Absolutely. And that's. That's completely me. Like, once I've made up my mind that I don't care what you say, I'm done. I'm literally done. However, I have seen where a woman has made up her mind and where it's been a long-term relationship and the other side has come back and cried and given them emotions. And they, she's been like, well, you know, I can see that, you know, he obviously does love me, does hurt. But it, the, the actions haven't changed. It's exactly the same. It can work, though. The only circumstance that I would say that that is acceptable is if the person's gone to do a lot of self-reflection, gotten help, like gone to therapy, counseling, whatever, and you can see a permanent change, then okay. If, If you still feel the same way and they've done the work, but if they haven't done, yeah, but if they haven't done the work, Michael, please come on. Come oh, yeah, on. we have to look at both sides, though, because some yeah. people do do the work, though. Like, some people get that reality check and be like, yo, my person's gone. Okay, like, I need to wake the hell up. And they actually go out and do the work. Some do. Yeah, and that's amazing. But in that, if it, if you're not seeing any change. and Oh, yeah, yeah. Some don't, done. some do. Then you, some don't, some people do. are under an illusion that actually it's going to be different this time because no. they cried, because they sobbed, because they said all the right things. No, it, like Michael said, unless they go and take that time and you yeah. see, and you can see they're going to therapy, they're helping themselves, they're listening to YouTube videos, they're doing, like, they're, doing, they're doing something or another that's helping them. And they're not just doing it once a week, they're going in daily because they yeah. want to, they really want to make this work. So they're going to do everything. It's like if you really want to become a doctor, you don't just sit at home and just sit there. Yeah, you put in the work. You put in the work. If you want to become a coach, you put in the work. If you want to become an author, you put in the work. If you want your relationship to work, you put in the work. It's the same. It doesn't matter what subject we're speaking about. If you want something to work, someone will put the work in to make it work. Pretty much, exactly. And sometimes they need that consequence to become a reality where you actually like leave them for them to wake up. So yes, um, I'm 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 on the fence about it because again, I am not a big advocate for once a relationship's done, it's done to me. It's that that's me though. Some people do take back exes. Maybe that's a video we can cover next week. Should you take back an ex? Me personally, the answer is no. I don't float in that pool. If it didn't work out the first time, it's not working out the second, third. Like, it's like trying to put a peg into a square. Like, it ain't ain't working. I think unless it was something that you had, like, let's say 
you had a childhood like relationship at the age of like mm. 17, 18, 16, 17, I don't know, one of those ages. And uh, then you've met this person again 20 years down the line. Then, that's, uh, oh, that's completely different. But if yeah. it's like, let's say like you dated for like three, four years and it didn't work out and then you reconnected later, no. No, I don't think so either. No. I've, tried, I've actually tried it, I've tried it, it doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's me experience you just it's not worth it yeah i'm so, happy i've seen you but go on about your yeah, business yeah. see you later <laughs> yeah because it's yeah, like yeah. like i'm not gonna read like yeah if you did the work you changed whatever cool great wonderful love it but i still don't want to be with you because i think honestly once you've gotten over someone you're, you're over them yeah. there is no like i wonder what if like no like uh, no i mean done. You know what, Michael, the, the beautiful thing about this world is there's so many people. <laughs> there's, there's so much choice out here. We're not sport for I mean, we're sport for choice. There is, especially in, in today's society, in the sense that it's all, you could even just jump online and meet somebody. You don't actually physically have to even go anywhere. You could just put your laptop yeah. on onto your phone and get talking with somebody so um, I think there's so much choice that you don't need to hold on to the wrong ones and if they if your boundaries mm. haven't been set then and you've opened yourself up to that disrespect and you've realized that then you can close that door and there's no need to be afraid that you won't meet anybody else because once you close one door and another door will always open and as long as you're open to the right door opening then you're going to get an, the, the better version of what you was looking for in the first place so if that person didn't bring you that and they and it was open to disrespect and that's what was happening then you've obviously put out desires to want something better so as long as you hold on to that and not you know sit in your past and drag that past with you and let that be what it was and actually work on yourself in between finding the next person you can be open to having the, a better relationship come your way and maybe the right person um but i think it's you know not setting those boundaries and opening yourself up to that is what we've said from the beginning on these podcasts is yeah. get to know somebody get to understand vet them your, properly yeah, vet, yeah them vet them properly get yeah vet them properly understand where you're going with them what your desires are between the both of you what direction you're both going and that's a good way to start because otherwise you're always going to be starting off on the wrong foot and you're not going to really know which direction things are going i do want to give a disclaimer though guys i'm not telling you on the first date to like go on like let's say you're on a first date you sit at the table and you're like these are my boundaries blah 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 blah, blah. the person's gonna run from the table like because it's like yo like that's crazy what we're telling you is context like let's say it's been like a month you guys are both feeling each other you're both vibing. You like where the energy's at. Then you say, hey, is this getting serious? The person says, yeah. Now you guys need to map out the relationship. Like what are you willing this, to tolerate? Right? Yeah, yeah, what are you willing to tolerate? Look, you tell them, I don't tolerate cheating. I don't tol tolerate um, disrespect. Um, don't make me look bad. Like you put it on the table of what it is, how what your threshold is what your expectations are. As I said, last time in a podcast, I know a girl, she wasn't, if she didn't get messages every morning, she was upset. Mm. It, for her, that was her comfort blanket in the relationship. So I'm saying you have to be able to set those standards. 
of like what you want. Are you a more lovey-dovey person? Are you a more standoffish person? Are you a more, um, you know what I mean? You have to have those discussions to get on the same page. Absolutely, absolutely. Like, you know, how often do you want date nights? Are you cool with seeing me, seeing the person once a week, twice a week, three times a week? How often do you like traveling? Is it something? Yeah, how often do you like traveling? You know, is it important to you? What is a healthy sex life for Yeah, what is a healthy sex life for you? Um, You know what I mean? You ought to ask like a bunch of questions. And yes, it sounds like you're applying for a job, but But you you have to know- you are, but you have to know what you're bringing into your life, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. If, it, if it's been a month in and you really like the person and they like you too, the relationship could end because let's say, for example, you need to see someone three to four times a week and they're like, well, I can only do one. And and it's like, it's like a, it's, you said about a job interview, like some job places, some um, companies, mm-hmm will actually vet you to the point of three to four interviews. Yeah. Because they want to really, the first time that they're going to meet you, you're going to have this certain thing about you, this certain energy because mm-hmm. you're, you've been chosen to go to the interview. So you're going to come across a certain way. The second time, you might not have that same energy and you might not. Oh, they do like background thing. checks. They do Who do everything. you know? And- yeah. Then, then you've got the third interview. Then you could possibly have a fourth interview. Now that's like the same with dates. Why would a company, you you do that for a company and a company will actually vet you and you're only going to work there. You're not going to sleep there. You're not going to be, mm. um, you're just going to be working in that company. However, we don't do the same for our partners. That's going to be a life partner, but a company will do it for um, yeah. just somebody who could just possibly work there a year or two, whatever. Um, but they want to know it's going to be a long-term person. They want to know that they're going to be able to do certain things, that they're not going to overcross boundaries. They're not going to be disrespectful to the other staff members. They mm-hmm. want to know that the work, they, that you've got um, experience in that work, in that work um, place, or are they going to be t- training you up? Are you are you open to be able to um, learn? Can you learn? Yeah. Are you somebody who's closed off and is going to be giving attitudes saying, well, I don't want to do that. Why should I learn that? doesn't say it in my job role, you know? Or are you going to be somebody who's open to saying, well, it might not say it in the job role, but actually I love this work so much that I'm prepared to kind of do something a little bit different. And it's the same with the relationship. You yeah. need to vet that person to the point of, understanding so much you're not going to know everything obviously because no. that's that's going to be but boring. how do you match each other's lives that's yeah just, because you can't be like for you if your standard is i need to see a person three times a week and the person can only do one don't date them yeah it's like a job it's very simple don't date yeah. them because yeah. because you have people oh i'll give it a try they're in the relationship. The other person thinks, oh, they're happy with seeing me one time a week. And they're and they're really not. They're really like, like and then, so what they try to do is pull them to get them to three or four times a week. Then the other person becomes resistant because in their mind, they're like, I told them I can only see them once a week. They're trying to see me more than that. When I have all these other obligations, now they start to get mad and start to lose attraction for you because now they're like, they're trying to see me more than I can do. Absolutely. That's just an example. That's what I'm trying to say. If for you, a requirement is three to four times a week, and the person tells you they can only, sorry, I don't think it's going to work out because you're trying to drag them 
into the relationship. It becomes exhausting for you. It becomes exhausting for them. And that's just an example. Yeah. Absolutely. Never be afraid to lose. That's what I'm trying to say. If you're getting to know someone um, and, and let's say like, you know, they don't like traveling, don't date them. Yeah. Because you, if they, you like traveling, they don't, it's not going to work again. And it's even going back to the job um, analogy there. A job also gives you three month probation period to see how you mm-hmm. get up, to see if you are a match. Because if they're saying, like you just said, Michael, if in a relationship, um, you want to see somebody three, four times a week and they only want to do it mm-hmm. once a week, it's like a job. If you're going to go into it and they want you to be there five days a week, but you only want to do two, two days a week, then, and you say yes, then you're going to drag yourself and you're not going to enjoy being there because mm-hmm. you only wanted two days a week, but they're demanding you do five days a week. And it's the same with a relationship. I think it's, it's you know, when we strip this back, there's so much we can compare and actually put into... Yeah, you can really put it into a, pers- a perspective that's gonna that we can understand and actually work towards. Well, if we wanted to even take it even further <clears throat> with the job analogy, you see, usually after three months at a job, you get all the benefits. Yeah. After three months. Yeah. Now again, I'm gonna quote Steve Harvey here: "Is if it's good enough for a, for a workplace to make you do a three month trial period before you get the benefits, why don't you have that in a relationship?" Why are you giving out the benefits earlier than you should? And what we mean by the benefits is like given like physical wife-like type duties, all these things before. Now for everybody, it's different. We're not telling anybody what to do. You do what you want, but you know, we're just here to help people understand that you need to set your standards. You need to set your boundaries. You need to understand what you can tolerate, what you can do. And, you know, sometimes I see people dating people and it's like, like, let's say, for example, you're heavy into fitness. Three, four times a week is your thing. You might not go to the gym with your partner, but you want someone that's as active as you. And they're not active at all or they go once a week. Then what happens is, is you're going to try to pull them to the gym. They're going to become resistant. They're going to be like, that's not my lifestyle. Why are they trying to pull me in that direction? They're going to get angry. But then if you've got somebody who really likes you and actually wants to do that and they really want to take that type of lifestyle on board and they've met somebody who's into fitness, then that could possibly work too because that... It could work if they want to take it on board. But that's why you would have to ask to say, hey, is it something that you want to do? If they're like, no, then don't date them. Absolutely. And if it's a yes, then they say... Yeah, if they say yes, then hey... They passed, they passed. And yeah, they passed because then it's like, okay, cool. Like you like the gym too? Great. This works. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's how I've always looked at it. It's very simple. Um, But anyways, we won't keep you guys any longer. Um, Look, thank you for joining us this morning. Hopefully you get some value from it. Um, As I said, like, subscribe, and share. Um, but again, boundaries are very big. We're not telling you to throw up your boundaries on the first date, but we're telling you to enforce them at some point. But even if you're in a long-term relationship, you should enforce them regardless, either with a friend, either with a, um, a coworker, employer. Yo, what you said was not okay. And you don't have to be rude about it. It's just, you just let them know what's up.
And then again, if they continue on that path of behavior, the consequence is they lose you. Mm, you're never gonna you're never gonna talk to them again. That's the consequence. And, and you it, gotta live with that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and so don't ever fear to say what you need to say. You just no. know yourself. But don't be afraid to lose either. Like if no. the person does not change after you've made a humble request, don't be afraid to lose, man. Absolutely. And on that note, I think that's a brilliant note to finish with. Don't ever be afraid to lose. Absolutely. And again, as Michael said, please do like, share, follow us. We'd really appreciate the support. We love doing these podcasts. <clears throat> we love bringing fresh content, our, our side of things and our experiences and what we can learn in between as well and share with you guys. So, um, yes, um, thank you for joining us anywhere around the world. Have a fantastic day ahead. And, um, yeah, we'll see you on Wednesday, Wednesday next week. So thank you so All much. All right. Take care, guys. Take care. Bye-bye.